I love getting great advice from somebody, but I don't love getting advice from anybody who gives the exact same advice to everybody they meet. This tells me they aren't doing their homework to know about me and my situation. On today's show, we'll talk about the problems with one-size-fits-all advice. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Glad to have you back on My Retirement Clarity alongside Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management there in Macon, Georgia. I am Ben George. Today we're talking about, Lee, why a one-size-fits-all approach doesn't always, well, rarely probably fits your needs uh, as you're planning for retirement. But more importantly, you got to find an advisor that can really work with you and tailor something to your personality, right? Yeah, I think a lot of times, you know, we we hear that the whole advisory world is going to be taken over by robots and those Mm -hmm. kind of things. And man, I just, you know, I think the robots and robo advisors, they can do a great job maybe designing a portfolio. But man, a robot's never going to understand you and your situation and be able to make recommendations based on everything else. So yeah, the, the whole one size fits all plan just, it doesn't work. Well, if you have questions about what we talk about today, I encourage you to reach out 478-254-3550, or you can always schedule a meeting with Lee. Just go to talkwithlee.com. How's everything else around the office, Lee? Everything good these days? Yeah, it's good. It's spring has sprung. Um, it's, it's, the weather's just been great. Hopefully, we're, we're starting to, to dry up a little bit. The, the standing puddles in my yard are drying up a little bit. So, hmm. yeah, we're, we're ready for some... Uh, the cold weather to disappear for the rest of the year. We had the pollen start at the end of February. I don't think I've ever seen as much pollen in February as I did this year. Have you seen the same thing? Yeah, it did seem to start earlier here. Now we got a a good shower over the weekend. And of course the parking lots just look like a big, (laughs) big yellow paste. And for people that are are not in Georgia or not in the South where the, the pollen happens every year, boy, it it, is crazy. It, It is crazy. Everything in the world is a yellow it is. You, you even just pull your phone out for a few minutes outdoors and it's got a yellow coat on it. So yep. I'm going to be okay when that's past us. <laughs> All right, let's jump into our conversation today, Lee. Again, you know, should an advisor tailor a plan to fit your personality? And again, these one size fits all uh, financial advice that oftentimes people will give, you know, it doesn't necessarily fit what you're trying to accomplish with your retirement. So we just want to talk about whether or not it makes sense to have someone tailor a plan to fit your personality. So I've got a list of some different types of financial personalities out there, Lee, that you probably come across. I'm imagining all these at some point. So we'll talk through kind of uh, what this type of person is and what kind of planning might fit them. So what about the victim? Starting with the victim, Lee, it seems like we have a lot of victims these days, but the victim has been burned or scarred by something in their financial past. Could be an investment, could be a person they worked with, taxes, whatever it is. But they just have a hard time trusting again. Yeah, this one is interesting to me because we all have experiences in our past that sort of dictate how we handle situations in the future. And so if, if somebody comes in and tells me that, that they don't really like or they don't really trust the stock market, my job is to try to dig a little bit deeper to find out why. And, and this is 
usually related to some type of market loss that they experienced in the past. But for me, it's important to know what caused those losses. You know, were, were they aware of the amount of risk that they were taking? You know, did did they have a concentrated position in one company that maybe that company went belly up or, or were these just normal market activity? You know, I had somebody before tell me they didn't they didn't want to have they didn't want to invest in a Roth because they they lost money in that Roth. Well that that wasn't the Roth IRA's fault. That was whatever you invested in inside the Roth. That's that's why they lost money. So, you know, a lot of times I've I learned that people just don't quite have enough knowledge about how the market really operates and and they think they should only make money and never lose money. And that's just simply that's not how it works. So really kind of the main thing I'm trying to do is talk to somebody about their situation, just provide as much perspective as possible and and make them feel better about things going forward. And at, at the end of the day, if, if they're having a really difficult time trusting somebody, there's probably not a whole lot I can do to help them. I can try to give them the perspective and the clarity and the context and everything. But man, if they're not going to trust somebody, then it's, it's going to be tough for them to to hire somebody. Sure will. Oh, what about the overanalyzer? This is uh, one that I think a lot of people kind of will maybe relate to, and especially in finance, is just someone that just has a tough time making decisions because they look at every possible angle, and then by the time you do so, you just can't commit to anything. Yeah, this one is very common, and I think for a lot of people, just making a decision is is just incredibly difficult, no matter what it is. Um, I, I think they want to. For a lot of these people, they want to gather data and gather more data. And at the end of the day, they've got all these, all these different ideas in the, in their head. Um, I, I recently talked to somebody, you know, over, I don't know, it's been over the last three or four months, but every few days they, they would ask me about a different topic. Lee, do I need to do this? What, what do you think? What do you think about this thing? Or I, I read something that says everybody should do this. And so to me, it was pretty obvious that, that they were sitting at home, they were just Googling stuff, spending a lot of time on the internet, searching different things on message boards and chat rooms. And it just overwhelmed them to the point to where they could not make a decision. And I don't think people that do this are doing this intentionally. I think they just want to make sure they're doing the right thing for their family. But at the end of the day, a no decision is a decision because you've actually made the decision to continue doing the same thing that you're doing right now. And possibly not improve your situation. And being every once in a while, I'll get a call from somebody and I'll, I'll recognize the name and I'll look in our, our computer and I'm like, okay, I met them, you know, four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and at, at that time we weighed at, you know, we laid out of a very well-designed plan, but for whatever reason that they didn't move forward. And now they call back, want to meet again, and, and they're in the exact same situation they were in five years ago. They've they've made no progress at all, but you know they're still researching things. And <laughs> you know sometimes these people are ready to start working with a, an advisor, uh, but sometimes they're just scratching that what I call the research itch. It's it's kind of a kind of a, a crazy thing, but it happens all the time. Yeah, I'm sure you see it all the time, and, and especially with money, it's just so hard, oftentimes yeah. because you're so worried about making the wrong decision, what impact that could have. But right. like you said, no decision is a decision. All right, the do-it-yourselfer, Lee, you probably work with some of these that come in and have done it for the, by themselves for a long time. And, um, you know, oftentimes the do-it-yourselfer could do a pretty good job of it. But as you get closer to retirement, though, it gets a little bit more difficult, right? Yeah, I see more do-it-yourselfers sort of leading up to retirement, maybe even the first year or two into retirement. 
Uh, but but what happens is people eventually realize that it's it's simply not enough to manage an account. Of course, account management's important, but but that's not all there is to it. Uh, and people eventually wind up figuring this out because while they're working, you know, they they get their four hundred one k statement, look at it, and they're allocated. However, and maybe they made money, and they're like, oh, this is easy. But man, there's there's so much more to it. The do it yourself or usually gets hung up on tax planning, or you know maybe some additional strategies they can use to reduce taxes over their lifetime. Then a lot of people start to face the the reality of how expensive it is to age and and how that might impact their finances going forward, and they don't really have any answers for it. But but I'll tell you, Ben, this is why most DIYers wind up hiring, hiring somebody later in earlier in retirement or maybe later they just eventually reach the point to where they're they're tired of fooling with everything and they'd rather just pay somebody else to do it um, they they realize their time is more valuable than their money and it just makes better sense to use their time doing whatever they're doing in retirement rather than getting up every day looking at the stock market and figuring out what it is they want to buy or sell that day. But again, they're, you know, not all do-it-yourselfers reach this point. Some are just going to continue to do it as long as they can. But to me, the danger in this is, you know, things may be be fine uh, for a while. But what happens if that person becomes cognitively impaired or when they die? Uh, what happens to that surviving spouse? A lot of times the do-it-yourselfer has got a surviving spouse that's mostly in the dark on their finances. And so the danger here is that surviving spouse now has to either try to figure out how to do it themselves or go find an advisor late in the game and without their spouse to to help them sort of properly vet a new advisor. And and this can be a challenge, especially if they've never really been involved. They don't know what what questions there are to ask or what, what needs to be considered. Um, and, and here's kind of one final point I would leave you here on this this topic, Ben. Think about how many ultra wealthy people do you think manage their own their own money? I don't have any stats on it, but I would tell you that it's probably very, very few. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason for that, right? Yeah. Hire, hire a professional. I mean, you, you, you don't do your own heart treatment. You, hmm. You're not going to set your own bone if you break your arm. You're not going to set it and cast it yourself. Hopefully you hire a professional. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned taxes being a big spot where people uh, will often fall behind or just struggle with when they're doing it themselves. But, you know, I, I know you kind of created this book, the, the Ticking Tax Time Bomb book that you've put in place for people. This 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 will help anybody that, I guess, has been doing it by themselves. I know it won't kind of answer all their questions, but it will give them some good guidance, right? Yeah, it'll give them some good guidance and, and give them some actionable items that they can take. And so if you want a copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE, D-E-F-U-S-E, to 478-475-2050. Give us a good name and mailing address, and we'll mail a copy of that book to you. All right, I got a few more personalities here that you'll often come in contact with. What about the ostrich? Uh, the ostrich is someone that you know, maybe doesn't understand everything about their portfolio, but so, but instead of like really trying to sort it out and get a good grasp, they just kind of bury their head in the sand and just forget about it. Yeah, this one is pretty self-explanatory from from the description. Uh, this is a person for whoever you know for whatever reason that simply buries their head in the sand. Uh, it could be because they're 
too overwhelmed and just can't make a decision or or maybe they just sort of have the personality that says hey I'm gonna, I'm going to wing it maybe they've done that in other areas of their lives and it's worked out in the past but this is definitely not a strategy that I would recommend to anybody do in retirement there are people that don't even open their account statements and I'm not talking about monthly statements I'm I'm talking about not even opening them for a year or not logging onto their account uh, these folks could be setting themselves up for failure and they may not even know it. Um, you know, so for anybody that would consider themselves an ostrich, I would, I would definitely recommend that you partner with a, with a financial advisor because they can help you sort through what's important and what's not important. They can make sure that you know the things that you should be in the loop on. Again, if this sort of describes you, I'm not telling you that you need to know every single detail about what's going on, but you do need to have some level of understanding about, about your plans because things change all the time and you want to make sure you are as prepared as you can possibly be. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart. And you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right. Here's one that I wonder if you come in contact with uh, much. Maybe this is maybe creeping up a little bit more recently. The Silo Stalker. Someone that anticipates kind of a worst case scenario. So they end up putting a, a large chunk of their money in cash, you know, precious metals, whatever they find that's extremely conservative to protect themselves. Yeah, this is, is fairly common. This person is probably a little bit more of a gloom and doomer to me. Like you said, they got a lot of money sitting in cash or, or other things that are very, very conservative. Uh, maybe a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. Think think the country is doomed. You know that they're sitting around waiting on whatever the the next crash is is going to be or whenever that's going to happen. So, what what's happened to these folks is, they, is they've let the fear of the unknown dictate their demeanor in retirement. And a lot of times, these people aren't very happy. Not all the times, but but many times, this is what I see. They sit around, watch the news all day, and and that negativity creeps into their mind because that's what the news is all about nowadays. Gloom and doom sells, and people tune into that. Again, if your plan can work without you having a whole lot of market risk, that's fine. There's no reason for you to put money into the market, especially if you can't sleep at night. But you just need to be aware that there are risks associated with being too conservative, and and certainly inflation is one of them. And I think we're seeing that right now. As you know, just look around at what everything costs. Uh, and, and even though banks are willing to give us a little bit more money on our savings, it's still not enough to outpace the inflation that, that we're seeing right now. So to me, the best way over the long term to keep up 
with inflation and grow your your nest egg is to have some portion of your money in the market. And, and it doesn't mean you got to be super aggressive. You can you can still be in the market and be fairly conservative. Uh, you just have to know you're taking on some risk because any money in the market is subject to losses. But but you don't have to be super aggressive if if that's not your personality. Again, there's there's sort of a healthy balance, and um, I, I just don't think there's a need for for anybody to keep all of their money in cash. Right. All right. One last personality for you, Lee. And I'm sure this comes across or comes through your office from time to time. The odd couple. Um, you know, a couple with conflicting goals, you know, it could be the husband wants to retire and travel the world while the wife wants to enjoy time with the grandkids. Um, you know, it could be a lot of different things, different levels of engagement with their finances. The bottom line being that the two partners have conflicting views on their finances. So how do you help tailor a plan to a couple like this? Yeah, every once in a while we'll we'll run across a couple that they're just not on the same page with a lot of things. So this usually shows up pretty early in the process when I'm when I'm going through expenses. Uh, if they're way apart on how much they think they spend in a month, this tells me that there could be some other potential conflicts going forward. And then many times when I ask what they want to do with their retirement, they give completely different answers. Maybe she wants to travel. And he wants to stay at home and, and piddle in the workshop. And, and I'm not saying it's bad to have a little bit of difference, but there does need to be a little bit of, of give and take. And I think that, you know, that that is a, a good recipe or a good ingredient for a healthy relationship. I certainly try not to be a marriage counselor, but but sometimes I think just talking through things with a couple as it relates to retirement can help one person understand where the other one is coming from. I met with a couple not too long ago. She has been a client for several years when she retired, but he just recently retired. And so we, you know, we met with them kind of going through his retirement process. But once he retired, his feelings on spending money completely changed. And and he almost hit the brakes totally and said, Hey, we can't spend any more money. Well, of course, this this isn't what she signed up for. And so I had to meet with them again and show them things in the planning software and let them understand that the or let him understand that the numbers still work and they can continue the normal plans in retirement. He he was just completely terrified at at spending money now that his paycheck stopped. So even though we've been talking about this for years, the reality of of that retirement and his paycheck going away impacted him way differently than he thought it would. So again, I think it's important if you're a married couple Talk about these things prior to you actually retiring, just to make sure you're on the same page. Well, no matter what your personality is when it comes to money, you see if an advisor can help you with that. So if you want to just follow up and just ask Lee any questions you might have about what we discussed or just something within your financial plan, talkwithlee.com is the website to go to. You can schedule a meeting right there, find a time on Lee's calendar that works for you. Again, talkwithlee.com, or you can call the office there in Macon at 478 254 Three five five zero. One mailbag question to throw your way, Lee, before we get out of here today came in from Lucas in Stockbridge. He says, I'm not retiring for another five years, so I don't feel the need to be ultra conservative with my money, but my wife keeps insisting that she wants to be more secure. So just how secure do I need to be at this stage? Man, I guess now I'm uh, going to put on my marriage counseling hat again. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little bit complicated. She is just simply more conservative than than you are, Lucas, and it, it doesn't make 
her wrong. It doesn't make you wrong. There, again, there's got to be a healthy balance. But I would say, I don't know how old you are, but just because you are close to retiring, it doesn't mean you need to take all your money out of the market and and stick it in a in a money market account. And sometimes that's what people think they need to do. Oh, well, I'm retiring right now, so I need to take all the money out of the market or become super, super aggressive. That's not the case because just because you've retired, you may still live another 30 years and that money still needs to grow. Now, you likely do need to dial back the risk a little bit, but you know, five years out, I, I don't know how much I'm going to change right now. But again, that's a conversation you're going to have to have with your wife and maybe y'all need to sit down with a with a, a third party that can kind of uh, talk y'all through this thing to, to come to a, a, a good compromise. Yeah, they might fit into that that odd couple category we were just it's, talking it's kinda about. It's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good question. Thanks for sending that in, Lucas. If you have something for Lee, we'd love to hear from you. Talkwithlee.com is a place to actually schedule a meeting. But if you want to actually connect, you can do so as well at myretirementclarity.com. You'll also find all of our podcasts up there as well. All right, Lee, as always, uh, enjoyed your time. We appreciate it, and we'll do it again soon. Thanks again, Ben. Lee Perkins here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. And this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com. And this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15-minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody is not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, I'll let you know and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.